welcome to Royal Generations. My name is Lucia del Pilar and I am your host. Today in this very special podcast episode, we have two fitness trainers, Melissa and Kevin, and they are a couple who is full of the power of God and who are very committed to the health of the people. And I want to to introduce you to them because they're very special to me. Personally, Melissa is my personal trainer, so I can very much testify of the fruit of her labor. And Kevin, I know him through Melissa, and I wanted to introduce everyone to Kevin and Melissa. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. So I wanted to share with everyone. So Kevin and Melissa, even though, Melissa, you're a private um, personal trainer, Mm -hmm. And Kevin, you also do personal training for yeah. Muay Thai. Yeah. And you have a great background within the fitness industry. Right. Um, can you share with us the beginning of your journey of when you knew you wanted to start your business in the different aspects of fitness, but in fitness? Kevin? Absolutely. So for me, what started for me was um, in eighth grade, I got involved with boxing. Um, you know, I was going to start boxing and then I started doing that for a year and a half. And then from uh, eighth grade going to high school, I started seeing people doing mixed martial arts. So I started seeing certain friends of mine wearing like UFC gloves, MMA gloves. And it was very, very uh, different for me to see these people wearing uh, MMA gloves, not boxing gloves, because they were learning how to kick and do knees and all these different mixed martial arts. And that caught my attention. And from there, it really, really, really started my journey of really, really going hardcore to learn how to become a very good successful fighter. So I started training six time, six days out of the week, uh, like two to three times a day. That's wow. all I wanted to do. And that's where I learned CrossFit, that's where I learned endurance, that's where I learned Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, boxing, uh, you know, fighting, all these things because that's what I wanted to do professionally. So for me, that's where I really, really introduced myself, how strong I am and with my own own character, can I test myself? Because I had to train and I conditioned my, my life as a, and my journey to test myself. How much can I endure as a fighter? So I had to train myself every area of my life. Strength, uh, explosive, uh, lifting heavy, everything. So that's where it started for me. And eventually, um, as I got older, around 18, 19, I got led into business, into sales. You know, I got involved with sales. I did great with a few business venture. And eventually, um, I, I started training again, uh, jujitsu. I ended up becoming a blue belt and I became uh, really, really close with the company and the, the facility of the fitness, which is American Top Team. And one of the black belt coach of mine opened up a gym in Core Gables and he says, listen. Miami. Yeah, here in Miami, he says, Kevin, I would like for you to teach. And that's where I became a coach. Even though I was already teaching people outside in the parks and training people for fun. I trained all my friends for fun. So I already knew how to coach a class. So now that's where everything that I have learned started from the bottom to now where I am. This is where I got the process. And now I'm in American Top Team and I'm coaching a lot of young fighters that are hungry. So it's been a blessing because I have learned a lot. And it's, it's different, you know. You really, really get to see what type of character you really bring to the table when you challenge yourself as a fighter, which you're going to survival mode. So it's been a journey, and I'm grateful for everything.
And so, Melissa, can you share with us your journey of how you know you wanted to start your own personal training business? Yes. So, my fitness journey began four years ago. I started cross-country in high school, my senior year in high school, and that's when I became to really just fall in love with fitness. And after that, after I graduated from high school, I got certified in personal training. However, I didn't really use it because at that time, it still felt like there was something missing. So fast forward two, three years from now, this year, starting in January, I was working at a law firm and I just kept feeling like this is not where I belong. Like I just knew that I knew that there was more for me. And so I started a 21 day fast and I got into prayer and I just started asking God, God, I don't know. I remember even laughing, even telling Kevin about this. I was like, I don't know how God is going to answer this prayer, but I was just like, God, I do not know what I want to do. But I know that I want to leave my job. I know that I don't want to work for anybody. And so I just started praying, God, you give me the desires of my heart. And in your time, you take me out of my job. And that's exactly what God did. After I fasted for 21 days, less than a month later, I got let go on my job. And from that point on, God just began to speak to me. He gave me the desires of my heart. And he brought back my personal training certification that I had from two years ago that I never really put to use. And from there on, it's been God just leading me and guiding me. From there, I started doing personal training um, at people's homes, at gyms. And then God provided a gym for me, which I'm now currently associated with. And that's now where I'm doing all my training at. So it's literally just been all God. It's wow. been all God. And how did you now find your connection to the gym and where you were doing your personal training? It's actually a couple that I would always talk to Kevin about on Instagram uh-huh. because I would always see them. The power of social media. It's crazy. So I'm telling you. Cannot downplay mm-hmm. the power of social media. And the power of praying for divine connections. Yes. And so I remember always talking to Kevin about this couple and like, oh, look, they have their own gym. Oh, they're both Christians. Look what they do. And one time... Kevin actually ended up seeing the husband at the salon. I, yeah, because it's here. And then he ended up talking to him. Wow. And then he got the connection for me. And so we met them. And we met them. It was nothing like for me to even work with them. It was nothing about that. We met them. You know, and we all got along. We all had plans, you know, to go out dinner and stuff like that. And then from one day to the next, I saw that they were hiring a personal trainer. And so, you know, we talked about it. And then, yeah, ever since then, I've been there with them. Wow, that's amazing. It just shows you how you had such a faith in believing for something positive and of, you know, of, that had, I believe, uh, a greater definition and a greater meaning, should I say, in terms of, you know, being in the fitness industry where you want to see people get healthy. Amen. You want to see people um, prosper Amen. within their internal, the internal aspect because you can't put a price to health. You know, so I believe that's very important and that's amazing. Amen. Melissa and Kevin, so now you guys have shared with us, the audience, how you both started. Can you both now share with us individually an adversity you had to endure and conquer in this journey of mm-hmm. starting your own business? Melissa, you can go. Yes. I would say myself my own self. I would say that adversity of mine would be definitely my mind, you know. The mind is really so powerful. Like, if you really don't have control of your mind, your mind's going to control over you. And I feel like in the beginning, that's what really, really set me back because I had never really been into business before. I was always comfortable working for someone. So to do this was really the biggest step of faith that I've ever done. And so, you know, there's all these thoughts like, oh, what if you do this? What if you fail? What if you don't have enough money? You know, so it was really, really having to get the word of God and really just 
remove every thought that I had and really just replace it with, with the word of God. And, you know, it was, it was a constant battle with my mind because every time I felt like I was going forward, then my mind would tell me, oh, but look at this. Oh, but look, you're not, you're not doing good in this area. You know, so it was a constant battle with my mind, honestly. I would say that, I think what they say, you are your own worst enemy. And of course, at the end of the Most day, definitely. you know, spiritually wise, we do have the biggest enemy and he's always throwing darts at us. But it's like, you know, he can't attack us unless we leave him room to attack us. And that's the thing, you know, I feel, I feel in the beginning, my flesh was really, really open when it came to my mind. And it left room for the enemy to really throw in all these thoughts. I mean, like, you're not good enough, you're not going to make it, you're wasting your time. So it was really, really, I had to do a lot of fasting, I had to do a lot of prayer. And I can tell you that now I'm at the place where I am, where I'm free where my mind doesn't really have any more control over me. And it's like the word said, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life wow, and man. peace. You know, so it's really, really getting the word of God and really applying what it says. It's really setting your mind, not on what I see at the moment, but really setting my mind on things of heaven. Because I know at the end of the day, when I put in the word, I may not see fruits now, but the fruits will come. You know, so it's just really, really just setting your mind on things of heaven, on what you really don't see, but you know what's going to happen. I think what you said is very, very true because when we have a mind that is full of faith, aka when you're positive, you're looking at the glass half full and not empty, mm -hmm. um, you start to reap that because if we're focusing on something negative, by the law of nature, we're going to get that something negative. You know, if you focus on the positive, then we get that positive back especially when we have the aspect of faith being involved because we're believing that there's a supernatural God out there that is truly backing us up. And if we believe there's a supernatural God out there, he truly does back us up in many things that he himself has put in us to do, you know? And I don't know if anyone's listening that you could relate or you could not relate to that, but I would really, really encourage you to try that out because there are going to be times in our life where you like you said we are our worst enemy you can yes we do have the enemy you know that does roll around aka the devil but there's times that we become our own mm -hmm. devil and that has to be um, something that we have to learn how to conquer and tackle because if not that will take over us and those that end outcome of that is not pretty so I believe anyone who's listening right now I just really encourage you right now to turn your perspective and your focus on something that is not tangible on something that is not um they can't be seen but in reality there it is true and it does exist so anyone who's listening i just really encourage you to do that and i even right now perceive that there's someone that you yourself are saying as you're listening to this yes right now you know i do um i do feel like it's my mind that's holding me back from starting my own business or from starting or from pursuing my dreams and i just right now want to encourage you and i want to let you know that you can you can do it you can do it because there's a power out there that backs you up in helping you to catapult you to your destiny because he does t say that his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us so he does want us to have a mind that is of victory and a mind that does conquer Kevin, I want you to share with us now what your top adversity has been since you have now started this journey. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, one of the biggest adversity is dealing with people. <laughs> dealing with people. 
you know, everybody wants to start a business in terms of fitness, and you know, people want to learn how to coach people. But in reality it comes, how do you work with someone that's not disciplined? How do you work with someone that doesn't want to come the day that they got to train? How do you work with someone when they talk to you back when you tell them, hey, do yeah. this? And you're looking now for them for the right will of their life. Mm -hmm. You're doing the right things for them. Mm -hmm. So for me, one of the biggest adversity has been dealing with people and learning to understand their weakness, but also to empower their strength mm -hmm. that overcomes the weakness. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I realized, you know, training Muay Thai, coaching people, pushing them to the next level, you know, that's something that I really, really uh, have observed in this journey that people want to come with a certain expectation but when it reality hits them and you push them as a coach, they're, they're not going to like certain things. And you have to learn how to work with that. You're going to have to learn how to read people and, and meet them where they are. But also, you can't stay there. You're going to have to take them where they want to go. So to me, that's important because so that's one of the main things that I, I really battle. And I learned to overcome that by speaking to people. You, we have to learn, you know, for me, I have learned how to become an effective communicator. Mm. You know, if you're not a good communicator, nothing will succeed. So that has been one of the biggest adversity, you know, learning to deal with people. Everybody wants to, to become a trainer. Everybody wants to go out there and get trained by someone. But the main part being a trainer, you know, anybody can have a gym. But what do you do when someone doesn't come and they don't want to act the, the, that day, like they're, they're not full energized? So... It's not only just training them, but it's also investing in their life. You know, pulling them to the side and asking them, hey, you're okay? What's going on today? You know, just not coaching them for the money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the saying that I say, um, profits over people. Mm -hmm. But I prefer to say people over profits. When you put people first, the rest will come, you know, mm -hmm. eventually the business side. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that. And for me, one of the biggest things that has helped me is... Like I said, becoming a good, effective communicator, learning to speak the language, learning to, to, to tell them, hey, I'll meet you where you are. Because one thing for sure, adversity isn't always going to be there when, when, when it's time to coach them. But I always let them know adversity can kill you or it can make you. So you have to choose. And I always tell them, did you sign up for the right class? If you know you signed up for the right class, we're going to pass the class because the teacher is here. So the student always appears when the teacher is, 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 is there. The, 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 uh, like once again, the, the student is ready and the teacher will appear at the right time. So being an effective communicator is the most important thing that I have learned that is going to come to help with the, with the part of what do you do when people don't want to be disciplined, they don't want to you know, come and train. They don't want to come and show up. That's it. It's learning to work with people. Because if you go down one person, then you could do with one million, as I heard before. So that's the biggest adversity that I, I feel like has I gone through. And I have to learn to overcome that. Wow. And I think that's very true. And I think we even going back, one of the words that I heard when you were speaking is servant leadership. And when you were saying about how you should put people over profits, because in order to be a coach, that is a form of leadership and you need to put the people first and have that heart of a servant of um, helping people as the leader. 
and those are the ones that I've seen be more effective and actually um, remain in the long term because there are ways so you can get to the top but the most important thing is remaining at the top so you can be used into the most effective manner while being in that place of leadership and I think that's very true and very relevant especially you because you're a man so you deal with a lot of men and you know you've probably dealt with people who have ego problems people who have um, submission problems they're probably like no you can't tell me what to do you know and I believe that's something that I'm pretty sure for you has molded you you know now as a man of God and in your character and knowing and showing you the different aspects of people's personalities and especially of people's um, levels of discipline because people lack discipline and they need that discipline figure so thank you so much for sharing that I wanted to ask you both so I have heard many people say, you know, success is this, success is that. But in your terms, what is success to you, Melissa? Mm-hmm. So I believe that success is not found in money because there are a bunch of billionaires that have committed suicide that have been, you know, depressed. So to me, success is not how much money you have. To me, success really, really means that you are seeing the fruit of, you know, the labor that you are putting in. For example, for me, you know, I'm a personal trainer, but my vision is not just to train people physically. I mean, my vision is to help and empower women physically, spiritually, mentally. So every time that I see, you know, one of my clients, every time that God uses me just to touch them, you know, whether it's to share with them a word, whether it's just to minister to them, you know, every time I see their lives impacted by one word that I've told them, that to me is success because that means that I am doing what I know that I'm supposed to do. So to me, success is really advancing God's kingdom. You know, my whole vision is to teach women that is your identity is not in how you look. It's not in your body. Your identity is what God says about you. Your identity is, you know, in how you feel about yourself. You know, whether, you know, whether even if you feel, you know, oh, but I have to lose so much weight and oh, I don't feel good about myself. No, you have to learn to love yourself no matter what. You learn, you learn to love yourself no matter how you look, no matter, even if you're not satisfied in where you're at, you learn be at that place and you know what I love myself no matter what and so to me success is seeing the fruit of it seeing you know all my clients you know be impacted by what I've been able to do in their lives that to me is success and just knowing that every day I'm able to impact just one person's life whether it's helping them reach their fitness goal and them come to me saying oh my god I've lost so much weight I feel so happy or whether it's I'm saying you know that word that you told me the other day really really touched me you know it really spoke in this area of my life that to me means the world to me so and then of course you know the money follows when you're doing what you love and you're really doing with all of your heart the money follows but it's not about the money it's not about the money to me success is you know doing what you feel passionate about awesome thank you so much for sharing that and what would you tell to a woman um if she doesn't feel successful right now in this point of her life don't base success on what you see right now because everything that you see right now is temporary. You know, I've been in so many seasons of my life where I did not feel satisfied. I did not feel happy. And God had to really correct me about that because at the end of the day, like I'm here right now, but a year from now, two years from now, whatever I'm going through at that moment is not gonna matter. So really don't 
focus so much on what you see right now because if you're doing you know what you're supposed to if you're being if you're focused if you're disciplined then everything else is going to come to pass it's just a matter of time and it's just learning that it's not in your timing it's not in your timing you know you can put in all the work and you can do everything that you're supposed to do but it's learning to be patient it's learning to be satisfied with what you do have in the moment and learning just to really trust god trust god because at the end of the day it's not about our will it's about what he wants for us and sometimes you know we have all these plans and we have all these ideas and it's like sometimes we won't see the fruit of it but when we hold on and when we continue persevering the fruit will come it's gonna happen awesome so to add on to that for exactly what you said i think is fundamental but what would happen if someone doesn't believe in god like that what would you say to them what message Mm -hmm. would you share with us right well if you don't believe in God, that's absolutely fine. You know, at the end of the day, life is never going to be easy. And, you know, you might have all these plans and you may have all these ideas, but sometimes life hits you and you're not going to know, you know, what do I do from this point. And at the end of the day, persevere, persevere, because if you're doing, you know, what, you're, what you know in your heart that you're supposed to be doing, you're going to see the fruits come of it. You know, you're going to have everything that you desire but everything in life is a process and it's really just learning to, have to be patient in every single season that you're in because there's going to be some bad seasons there's going to be some good seasons that you're going to end up going through but it's just really learning to be patient to really yeah just honestly just learning to be patient every season that you're in wow thank you that's very very key so now kevin share with us what success has meant to you or it means to you how would you envision that you know uh when you say what success means to me, you know, two things always pop in my spirit immediately. And I could define them two ways because it ties to my life. You know, it ties to me and I believe it ties to everybody, even though they don't know it. Um, you know, success is when you learn to master the voice of God. Wow. And mm-hmm. also, true success is how many people are better off because you lived. Wow, that's very powerful. So, you know, for me, that's what really success is, is there's so many voices in this world where we live in as, you know, as God says, that there will always be trials and tribulation on earth. And there's always going to be a lot of voices. And if you can learn to discern the right voice that is for you, not against you, you will do things that Mm. is incredible. And also, it's not only about you. Yeah, you might have a vision and you might do great things, but how many people are going to walk away and say, because of, you know, because of you, I am different. Because of this person, I walk away. So every day we'll be in world changers. We'll be in different makers. And that's what we're supposed to do. So for me, at the end of the day, success is not about fame. It's not about money. It's not about cars. All those things are great. Those are rental at the end of the day because we're going to die one day. Because the true riches are in heaven. So for me, is true success, like I said, learning to discern the right voice that will help you and align you to go wherever you want, you need to go. And how many people are better off because you live. Because it's not about how many people are going to talk to or how many people are going to do your business and buy your service. But are you really, really impacting their life? Like, does it come from the heart? Or does it come from out of your pocket? Mm-hmm. So that's why I believe... You're, you never allow your wallet to be bigger than your heart. Your heart should always be bigger. If the heart is good, the wallet will be fine. And it all goes back to uh, having the right heart. And for me, that's what truly success is. Wow. Thank you so much. I think that was a phenomenal response. 
what would your message be to young men who right now are embarking on the entrepreneurship route? You know, what I what I'll say to the young uh, young men out there, you know, the millennial age is I believe God has given all of us a dream. You know, even if you believe or you don't believe in God, God speaks to people through dream. You know, there's a reason mm-hmm. why you go to sleep and you wake up and there's something in you that says I have to do this. And even though as men, you don't like being told what to do because there's a leader in you mm-hmm. and that leader has to be awakened. And a man is like a lion. You know, we have territory. You know, we have a territory and a lion's respected by elephants because mm-hmm. of their attitude, how they carry themselves. So there's a certain attitude in you that wants you to be successful. And I believe if you have a dream, as the Bible says, a man without vision shall perish. Mm. If there's a dream, it's because God wants to use you to bring heaven and, and show that, that hey, when I do things and I pursue the, the God's given talents, the great gifts from, from heaven, that when I do them, there is a living God that, guess what, backs me up and there's a true reputation that I am blessed. So a lot of, I, I believe a lot of young men that are listening right now, if you're struggling, if, if, you know, if you don't know what to do, I believe that when you pursue that dream, God gets involved. Anyways, he gave it to you. So I believe um, you go for it. You know, you start everything from the bottom. Everything starts in a spiritual realm with a vision. And as soon as you put it out there, you start working on all the physical starts start coming to you. You know, that's how it is out there. You study every successful businessman. Uh, Thomas Edison, the guy who did the log ball, failed 10,000 times, supposedly. And when they asked him, the same way we're doing an interview, hey, you know, how come you didn't quit after 10,000 times failing? He says, excuse me, I never failed 10,000 times. What I did find out was 10,000 different attempts that didn't work until I got that mm-hmm. one shot that worked. Mm-hmm. And after That's that good. one shot, look how many light bulbs we have today. So that could be that person who's listening right now. You could be the next Thomas Edison. You could be the next person. So it doesn't matter. What matters is you keep on. You have a vision. As soon as you take the first step, how they, how they always say, the first step of the, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first single step. So you got to take that first step of like, hey, this is what God put in my life. This is what God put in my spirit. I'm going to do whatever it takes and I'm going to walk into my destiny and I will not go back. And you pursue it. Wow. Thank you so much for that. So now that we're wrapping up, I wanted to ask you both. So I'll start off with you, Kevin. What is a message you can share with the young millennials, um, young entrepreneurship, to men who are right now listening in terms of pursuing their dreams, especially if maybe they don't have a family track record of, you know, entrepreneurship or anything like that? Right. So, you know, um, as my background is, I always grew up, uh, was told the famous recipe, go to school, get good grades, you graduate, and you become successful. And there's nothing wrong doing that. You know, but one of the biggest thing is I always want to do my own thing. You know, I believe we're all called to be leaders and our followers. And as a leader, I want to build my own stuff. The same way King Solomon built the most expensive until today or worth 500 billion. If it was today, the temple. So I believe everybody wants to build something at some point. There's nothing wrong with that. You should leave your last name as a legacy and your, your riches mm-hmm. here because of God. So, um <clears throat> My dad, of course, was an entrepreneur. He has some investments. He has his own business. So I saw him, you know, having always a cushion of money saved up and investing and doing something. 
But when it came to doing something different, like in terms of a different industry in that business, it's a, it's a whole nother ball, uh, ball game. Because people now understand this. So for me, I got into it and it was, a, it was different. It was a little bit challenging because people didn't understand what I was doing. But, you know, with, with the grace of God, I was able to, to, to listen to him and have faith and overcome certain things. And I believe anything is possible as long as you have faith in God, as long as you, you know, just don't believe in yourself, but you need to believe in something greater than you that's going to help you. So for anybody who's listening to right now, you know, you could use, like I always say to people, God has used my message to a message. I believe if you're listening to this right now, you as a person that wants to pursue your goals and your dreams, you got to start off wherever you are. You got to start from the bottom to the top. You know, you, you are perfect exactly where you are to get started because you don't have to be great to get started. But if you want to be great, you need to get started exactly where you are. So you start from that one step right there. And guess what? As you as you like, as as I've been told before, you build three, you build three different ways. You build first in a spiritual realm, you build it and then in paper and then you build it on on physical. So first you talk about a spiritual with God. What are you going to do? Then you're gonna write in a plan of action on paper, and then you go out and do it in person immediately. And when you do that, eventually people are gonna start coming to you because God is gonna align the right people for your life. What resources you need? Maybe you need a place, you know, to open up a campus for baseball, football, whatever it is. You might walk to the right person in a supermarket, and guess what? That guy is selling a campus for the price that you never thought you're gonna got it. And right there, you have no idea that God is working for the plans, the desires of your heart. So I believe that you have to start exactly where you are, but you have to take action because faith without action is what is dead. And, you know, to end this, to, to share this with who is listening, it's like, the, it's like the story that I heard about two farmers. And this is so big um, that I have learned in my life about faith. There's two farmers that have the same place, the same, the same you know, open area planting. You know, they're working to try to get a harvest of plenty seed. Two farmers are actually out there, you know, working, you know, making sure that the bugs will come, they're planting, they're covering everything, they're making sure that the storm or the sun is, is, is hitting the, you know, the, the plants so they could get a big harvest. Two of them are working and, they're, and, they're, and, and they want rain to come so they could grow a harvest. Now, the question is, who do you think gets the rain? And the, and the answer to this is this, is the one that was ready for it. Wow. The one who's ready for it by faith and believing and prepared, that's where God will bless you with success. So it does not matter if you have one dollar to your account. It does not matter if you have one million. No. You hear that? Anyone who has a dollar to their account, listen to that. It doesn't matter. If you're prepared with one dollar, God could send you that one person that might say, hey, there's something about you. I don't know what it is, but you have an idea that it's going to change the world. Let's collaborate and let's take this the next step. That's what I tell young people. Have faith and believe it that success is, is ready when you're prepared. True success, you have to be prepared. You know, pre- preparation comes when you're ready for it. And you got to always be prepared. You never know when the opportunity to come. Luck does not produce success. Mm-hmm. You know, it's preparation. And that's what wow. I'm sure for this young generation. Yes. So you hear that? You all have world-changing dreams that I am sure are waiting for you just to start up, get out of your comfort zone, and move forward. 
Mel, I want you to share with us uh, a message. Mm-hmm. What message would you have for young millennials and entrepreneurs or people who are just wanting to pursue their dreams? Yes, so kind of picking up on what Kevin said, you know, I also grew up instilled with that mindset that you have to go to school and you have to have a career. And so when I stepped out in faith and pursued this business in fitness, I faced a lot of opposition. A lot of people didn't understand why I wasn't going to school, why I was doing this, you know. So, and there's nothing wrong with going to school, but you have to make sure that your heart is right. You have to mm-hmm. make sure that you mm-hmm. are doing what you want to do, not because your parents want you to do something, mm-hmm. not because, you know, you feel you're expected to do something. And that's a valuable lesson that I learned. You know, I felt like I was going to school because that was something that I felt I needed to do. When at the end of the day, I graduated, I have my diploma, and what am I doing with it? Absolutely nothing, nothing at all. So I've learned a valuable lesson, and that really is, Do what you feel is in your heart to do. And don't allow anything or anyone to stop you. When you have that burning desire in your heart that you want to pursue a certain, you know, whether it's business, whether it's going to school, whatever it is that you have in your heart to do, you pursue it. And when you pursue it, you are going to face opposition. You are going to face people, you know, coming up to you and telling you, why are you doing this? You know, you're not going to make it. And that should be the reason why you have to continue going. Mm -hmm. So another, another thing is to know your why. Know why you started this mm. because when times get so rough good. and when times get really hard and you don't see that money coming in and you don't see the fruits of what you're doing, you have to really think back and reflect and be like, wait, I started this not for, not for money. I started this because I wanted to change lives. I wanted to impact souls. So know your why. And also, you know, even for the believers, you know, make sure that your heart is aligned with God. Like the way that I see it is to me, God is my CEO. God is a CEO mm-hmm. and I'm just his partner and he gives me his vision and he gives me the desires and I just execute it here on earth, you know, so really know why you're doing this and make sure that your heart is really aligned with God, you know, and also just don't allow anything, don't allow anyone or anyone to stop you, really just continue persevering. Wow, thank you. That's very, very key as well. Well, I hope that everyone has enjoyed this phenomenal couple Um, in sharing with us tips about fitness, about faith, about entrepreneurship, because I do believe it's very relevant. And I want them to share with you all their handles for social media. So they both right now are on Instagram. So Kevin, what is your um, handle? Yes. So my Instagram, you can follow me and connect with me on Kevin Rivas underscore. So K-E-V-I-N together R. I-V-A-S underscore. You can see me there. Melissa, can you share with us yours? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, Benitez, B-E-N-I-T-E-Z, and with three underscores at the end. And this will be also written in the description box for everyone to see. Make sure you check them out. Look for them, especially the guys, if you want to learn anything regards to fitness, Muay Thai. You have Kevin Ladies. If you want to get snatched, if you want to get it right, hit up Melissa and she will deliver. So thank you all for tuning in into this episode of Royal Generations. You are hashtag a world changer and you are part of hashtag Royal Generations. May you have an amazing day. God bless.